and welcome to today's show where we're going to talk about teaching V's just telling. Now I'd like to give a shout out to Sabine. Thank you very much. This was a recommended topic by her and one that uh, I could think could be of extreme value to you, um, especially if you find yourself, for example, constantly having to tell your horse the same thing over and over, you know. I cover a lot of these sub- subjects in my podcast because they're so important and so valuable. General skills, standing still, picking up a hoof, uh, putting on the halter, all these general skills. If you're finding yourself in a situation where you are constantly telling the horse where, you know, it doesn't seem to improve, there's no improvement in the desired outcome that probably means that you are telling the horse what to do, hoping that it will teach the horse. Now, in certain degrees, this could work. If you tell a horse often enough something, they can soon figure out what that means. But they have to make a decision about that. And some horses are more lenient in their decision making and other horses are not. Remember, um, things can also become learned behaviours. They can become patterns instilled so strong in their nervous system that they might not even realise they're doing it. You know, like people that bite their nails and stuff like that. They just don't know sometimes they're doing it. So we have to think about always, actually, what am I telling my horse? (laughs) Does it have teaching behind it, especially if it's not working? Now, sometimes you could even have teachmanship behind your telling and it still doesn't work. And that's okay. That means, um, you know, maybe you need some more tools or uh, you need to be a little bit quicker in your reactions and stuff like that. Again, that's for me what horsemanship is all about. There are a lot of answers for horses, you know, for different horses, which can pretty much resolve the same issues. But for some horses, not. And those ones I refer to as the special ones, the ones that need that little bit extra of knowledge, that little bit extra uh, quickness in your timing, a little bit of a wit about you, and certainly sometimes even a little bit of strictness because they will just quite literally tell you, nope, not interested, don't want to know, and stuff like that. So, But again, whenever a horse presents itself in that way, um, you know, classed as naughty. And to be honest, I'll mention that now. I don't believe any horse is naughty. Any behavior that they predict or actually project, excuse me, towards you is really a man made thing. So if it's man made, that means it can be unlearned. But of course, we still have to use man made tools to unlearn these things with. So you've got to get to the point where you've got a little bit more knowledge in your belt to aim it towards the horse so you can actually help improve things because if we are constantly saying to the horse no don't do it no stop don't do it stop no this is not 
teaching the horse. This is just telling them with a voice not to do something. When people say no, don't do that, or no to a horse constantly, the horses can even learn to ignore that. Or, and this is where it gets super, super duper interesting, if if the horse is giving a behavior and the human says no and there's teaching behind it, the horse can actually learn that the word no means do exactly that. It can become a cue. And I've seen this where... <laughs> Somebody said no to their horse because, for example, they're pawing the ground. And the horse paws even harder. Does that make sense? So basically, because there's no teachmanship, no teaching education behind the correction they're trying to make, the word has actually become a cue to actually do the unwanted behaviour. Now, that's far and few, but I see it. Just yesterday, I saw this and it's... It's not a coincidence because I've witnessed it over a period of quite some time now. <laughs> so, teachmanship behind our telling. If you catch yourself constantly telling, telling, telling your horse the same thing over and over and the unwanted behaviour is not resolving itself or not going away, it really simply just means that perhaps you do not have the knowledge or the skill set how to teach the horse not to do that. Let's look at some of the big ones. So, of course, standing in cross ties, leaning on the ropes, uh, lifting a hind leg, lifting its head, pushing on their human, won't pick up its hoof, uh, pushing humans into corners with their backsides, especially when they're in cross ties, dragging their humans across the barn, uh, especially to reach uh, very appetizing-looking feed buckets that are not theirs. Even coming from the pasture, you know, either walking behind dead slower or up front taking their humans for a walk, all of these things. Being afraid of um, something to the point where, um, and I've seen this, where it actually becomes a habit to stop on a path because once upon a time they walked along that path and they was actually afraid And then the human reacted in such a way that they forced the horse to kind of go past this obstacle and made them. And then the next day, it's the same. And the next day, it's the same. And then whatever it was that the horse was scared of is actually gone now. And the horse remains still scared. And this is actually also a way of not teaching your horse at all they've just been told not to be to be afraid and now it's actually become a little bit of a permanent fixture i find that situation actually quite sad because the horse then not only has been told but they've lost their complete confidence in their human so any situation where that's going to come up the horse is going to still be nervous or scared or less trusting in their humans so look at it like this. If I have really good te- teachmanship behind, you know, especially if I have to explain something to a horse and for the lack of better words, tell them, that's great because I've got solutions. It gives me a little bit of a kind of that leadership feeling and most certainly um, 
gives me the opportunity to insist, actually, that my horse takes me a little bit seriously, especially if the situation is dangerous, you know. And um, if I don't have those skills, I can't really expect unwanted behaviours to go away. So I must find ways to get that knowledge and, um, you know, maybe even ask around, ask people, reach out to people like myself, because we do have the answers and the solutions to help people. The biggest one is standing still relaxing. If I was to give any unwanted behavior kind of a percentage, it would be horses standing still and relaxing. And I'm not talking about standing still and shutting down. I'm genuinely talking about standing still and relaxing and that means especially whilst they're having things you know done to them by their care professionals having their hooves trimmed or if you choose to to have irons uh horseshoes put on uh putting the saddle on putting the bridle on being groomed um osteopathic treatments chiropractic treatments anything like that where the horse is really required to just stand there and relax um, I would say is the biggest troubleshoot area and also environmental factors um, of course can play a role in that because if the horse is scared of the environment they find it very hard to relax so we also have to look at you know behind the back door of that too so find your tools reach out to people like myself figure out uh pretty much if you're a teller or a teacher and maybe you're a really good teacher in some areas and then a teller in other areas you know or maybe you might be cringing right now and thinking darn it I'm a teller all the time I'm constantly telling my horse no constantly saying this and constantly saying that and I'm actually not getting any uh, result out of it to the point where the unwanted behavior goes away and my horse starts to understand or in fact and I do see this too it starts to get worse if you're a teacher and you are uh, succeeding in creating a fantastic partnership relationship and bond with your horse take your hat off to yourself and be very proud because that is a quite a small minority and then we've got the teacher teacher teachers and these are people that are constantly teaching their horses this is also not good this is like going all the way around on the flip side of that coin if you find yourself um teaching your horse something new all of the time i would consider um backing off from that a little bit you know and what i'm talking about here is uh you know, maybe you do uh, your training and then there's, there's this constant high expectation from the horse and you're constantly reinforcing. I see this a lot actually in um, trick training. Now, this is not to give a bad name to trick training. I, I actually use uh, trick training myself. But sometimes where there's a, a lack of knowledge, um, the trick training, especially if positive reinforcement is used, goes a little bit OTT over the top and the horses are constantly asked to do something as, and as the same with clicker training actually you know touch this with your nose go and fetch the ball clicker the nose to be able to touch the um, ramp of the trailer 
It's just constant, constant, constant. Now, for some horses, especially if they're on the higher spirit side, this can be good because it can kind of rein in their um, concentration and help. But you've got to be careful because you're also going to create, a, if you're using positive reinforcement, a cookie junkie. But for me, horse training is, is really about um, communicating and partnership. So if I had a partner and they were constantly insisting on me learning something whether it's a trick or a skill that I need in my life, my gosh, I'm going to get tired of that. And to be honest, I've seen this happen to the point where, again, horses simply shut down. We don't want shut down horses and we also have to learn what shut down horses look like in order to not mistake that for relaxation. So I thought I'd just touch that point there, also because of the great Sabine who brought up this topic. Thank you very much for that, sweetheart. And don't forget, guys, if you've got ideas for topics, interesting subjects for me to discuss on the show, please let me know and I'll definitely give you a shout out. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms and never, ever be afraid to get in touch because I'll always be happy to hear from you. So thanks for listening to this quite short podcast today and I hope you're having a great day or evening wherever you are. You have been listening to Zoe's Horse Bites podcast. Powered by Get Good With Horses courses and online training academy by Zoe Code.